You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome back to another episode of The Sexy Escort Guide. I am your host, Exotic Vivian, and joining me once again for the fourth time as my guest co-host is Miss Aurora Noor. Miss Noor is a Chicago and New York-based companion who specializes in companionship and long-term arrangements. You can follow her on Twitter at the Aurora Noor. Hello, Aurora. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having <laughs> me again. Thanks for being here. Yes. Okay, uh, anything new with you before we get started? Mm, no, not really. Just <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> Sa- same old, same old. People can yep. fly, fly you to them and, you know, Please. me too. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> okay, so for today's topic, we're going to be hearing the unpopular opinions from the ladies since we heard from the clients on the last episode. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to read this news article that has brought many escorts in North America much joy and relief. Mm -hmm. For those of you who do not know, there was a particular bad, bad man named Joey Torres who has been physically assaulting women for many years and he finally got arrested. Yay! Yay! And And I'm so excited. Right? And on Valentine's Day at that, which made it even Mm -hmm. that much special. I know. How ironic. So, right? So... Uh, we're going to move on to the article. This is from my Central Jersey News, which is a part of the USA Today Network. February 18, 2020, New Jersey man charged with luring sex workers to Middlesex County for prostitution. I love how even though they arrested him, mm-hmm. they're, still, they're still using these, mm-hmm. <laughs> these, these trigger words. I know. <laughs> like anybody reading this is not even going to feel bad for anyone. Anyways, let's right. move on. Uh, and before I even begin reading this article, I just wanted to point out that uh, Mr. Torres is, maybe was now, also the wrestling head coach at Union County College and a teacher at Sayreville Middle School, who was mm-hmm. accused of sexually assaulting a teenager in 2016. And somehow he continued to roam the streets for many years after. So he wasn't just doing this to escorts. He was doing this to other kids. people in his life. Yeah, yeah. To, mm. to like people he, he was working with and whatever. So this guy is just bad all around. I don't know what yeah. happened in his life, but he definitely needs help and definitely needs to be punished. Okay. Yeah. So a 42-year-old New Jersey man has been charged with coercion and enticement in connection with allegedly ugh, luring mm-hmm. sex workers to Middlesex County to engage in prostitution and other acts by use of force, violence, and threats. Joey Torres was arrested February 14th in Boston. U.S. Attorney Craig Carpenito said in a release, Torres has been charged with two counts of coercion and enticement, the release states. According to the court documents and statements, between May 2015 and October 2019, Torres allegedly persuaded, induced, and enticed commercial sex workers to travel from various out-of-state locations including Canada and New York, to engage in prostitution. He allegedly lured commercial sex workers to New Jersey with promises of large payments. When the commercial sex workers asked for payment, Torres became aggressive, often assaulting and raping them. Torres never paid the sex workers, the release states. 
The criminal complaint indicates that since 2015, Torres lured women commercial sex workers from escort service websites to travel to locations in Middlesex County to engage in prostitution with Torres. He lured one woman from New York City to a house in Middlesex County. Once inside, when she asked for payment, he allegedly pretended to conduct a money transfer on his computer. When the woman became uncomfortable with his aggressive behavior and tried to leave, he allegedly refused and forced her to perform unwanted sex acts, according to the criminal complaint. He allegedly told a woman from Canada that he was willing to pay her $20,000 to $30,000 a month dollars to fly to the U.S. twice a month to be his private escort. In October 2019, the woman flew to Newark, where she was met at the airport by Torres, who drove her to a hotel in East Brunswick. I remember this tweet. I do, too. This was recent. Yep. When she asked for payment at the hotel, he allegedly became aggressive and forced her to engage in rough sexual intercourse, which included slapping her in the face, choking her and calling her derogatory names. The criminal complaint states, if convicted, the coercion and enticement charges each carries a maximum term of 20 years imprisonment and a potential $250,000 fine. Of course, I'm going to leave the links to the article in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said you found something else online and you wanted to kind of touch on it. I did. I found a really thorough article from heavy.com and it has like five points about him, more stuff that we haven't seen on Twitter. Okay. Um, so Joey or Jose Torres was the managing director for an accounting firm in New Jersey. Um, he graduated from Rutgers. He's been a CPA for many years. He's been a CFO. He's like held pretty high level positions in many esteemed companies. The earliest reports are from 2009 um, that I found on Blacklist websites, but the case that's currently underway is only covering the two incidents between 2015 and 2019. He has 50 known aliases, 25 TR accounts, and his reviews reviews and whitelists are still active, which are upsetting to me. He has at least 250 Blacklist reports across 30 cities. And I read on heavy.com that he traveled extensively for work often. So that's why he was all over. And some of the most recent ones were from the AVN in Las Vegas. Wow. Um, in I mean, this dude got some balls on him. I know. And he used his real info. He sent his real 25 ID. 25 TR accounts. Who has that much fucking time on their hands? Hundreds of phone numbers and email addresses, which I don't even know how you'd be able to do that because. Well, apps. I know. It's just. But it's just so time like this guy was so invested in this for the last like 15 years. It's insane. This is um, like serious serial killer. Yeah. So psychopath, I, sociopath, absolutely, absolutely for um, sure. And then this is a recent development in court documents. FBI special agent Semena law enforcement learned that Torres has victimized other commercial sex workers in a similar fashion. Law enforcement recently intercepted a victim in a different district. It is not clear if Torres will be facing additional charges in other federal districts or in state court in New Jersey or elsewhere. Whoa, wait, wait. So he's since been released and did it again, or is this something? No, else? no, no. They someone else came forward to press oh, charges as well. I was about to say, wow, yes. they just let him go once again. Oh no, no, no. He is currently um, being, I guess, in he's detained by federal marshals and he's being transferred from Massachusetts, and he'll be appearing in court in New Jersey in Newark. I guess they have to try you wherever you live. Um, I don't know, because he was picked up in Boston, but he has committed stuff like everywhere in every major city, pretty much. So I don't know. I think he's well, he's going to be tried in Newark. They said that he had a his lawyers or his uh, defenders based in Boston. And 
they couldn't contact the lawyer for um, comments, obviously, but I wonder who the hell his lawyer is. Oh, it's listed. I can find it. So Uh, Boston attorney Joseph B. Simmons of the Simmons Law Group. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Joe, so Joey must have some money or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he's a CPA and a CFO and everything. He's upper middle class at least. And, and he managed to be a wrestling head coach and teacher. Yeah, How? he's been. How are you a CPA, a wrestling coach at a college, and a teacher at a middle school? So he had three jobs. I don't know. This guy and, and still found time to create twenty five TER accounts. Does he sleep? Like what the like what? And you know, I remember, I remember coming across. I I was looking through the blacklist for him this morning, and they had his TR names listed, and one of them stuck out, and it was like Kabu or something. I remember being contacted by that account like years ago, and I've I've been contacted him almost every time I've gone to um New York and stuff. But every girl, every girl that has toured New York has gotten at least oh yeah one email from Joey. I would I, always get texts, and it was always the same thing. Like, oh, can you come to New Jersey for sixty five hundred dollars overnight? And I'm, I ignored. Like, I'm not yeah. not interested in anything. My, my, well, I mean, when I received it, this was uh, years ago, like at least mm-hmm. at least three years ago, when I uh, toured New York, and I kind of was there for a minute. Like, yeah, he sent me the text, the same spiel. Oh, can you come to New Jersey for this much overnight? And then my overnight wasn't even sixty five hundred. My overnight was. I think like three grand or something mm-hmm. like it was definitely significantly lower. So that was the first red flag. Oh and, yeah. And then I was like, and he sent his screening information just fine. No problem. Like, he knows the drill, but oh, yeah. I, was, I was like, he's done this thousands of right? times. I was like, bro, if I'm going to leave and I haven't, I hadn't even like looked him up or anything, but that mm-hmm. was like my first interaction. I was like, if I'm going to leave, Manhattan to come to you and wherever the fuck New Jersey you are, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need a deposit and something, something significant. And of course, he ran away because you know oh, he's not girl, gonna give you a deposit. It breaks my heart that the girl came from Canada for this. Oh I, my god, Leah! I remember that tweet, and everybody was uh, like, some people were empathetic, some people were like, "You're a dumbass." I mean, for me personally, I don't know. Like, I, I don't. I actually don't even get what goes through a girl's mind. I don't get it. Like, if I don't have the money already, there is no way I'm gonna spend money I don't have to go get money. Yeah, that's like the Nigerian scammers that mm-hmm. tell you send five hundred bucks and you'll get a million or something. You know, or like, you know the ones that send you the check mm-hmm. and they take and send me the rest type deal. Oh jeez, I, I still don't know how they're doing this. Still today, by the way, I know. Like last year, oh. they said Americans pay an estimated twenty billion or something to people mm-hmm. overseas, not just Nigeria, of course. Yeah, they, they seem to be the smartest ones, but <laughs> to all scammers overseas, twenty billion dollars. Yeah, everyone, stop doing this, please. <laughs> like people are getting scammed left and right. But anyways, back Horrible. to Joey. I'm so happy this finally happened because I, I know, I don't know about you, I got tired of seeing him. I know. Assault, like like every, every other week he's assaulting somebody I'm really new. shocked nobody, like, he didn't ever encounter a girl with a pimp that, like, could have intercepted the situation. No one, I mean, I understand. Well, I think really he knew scary. who to contact. Yeah, he knew to contact new girls, girls who would be willing to come to wherever, you know. Oh, it's horrible. And trust me, if he had a girl uh, with a pimp, I'm sure the pimp would still know this is not a good client. Like, the pimp yeah, is not going to be stupid. That's true. And send his girl all the way over nowhere. That's true. I mean, even pimps would be like, bro, wire me that Western Union. Sorry. 
Like, yeah. they're, they're not going to just send their girls wherever. I mean, pimps might mm-hmm. be a lot of terrible things, but what they're not is stupid. <laughs> that's true. They're that's, getting their money. Yeah, because if they were dumb, they wouldn't, ha- they wouldn't be able to control these many girls still mm-hmm. today, you know. But yeah. I'm just glad this finally happened. Um, to be honest, they should be giving him life. Yeah, I well, I understand that they can only they only have these two charges against him right now. I'm hoping that more comes out. I'm hoping that the blacklist have some kind of say in this. There are hundreds and hundreds of reports, you know. Yeah, hopefully, like, that hopefully has when to have they're some doing, weight, you know. Yeah, hopefully when the prosecutors are doing their research, they will you know dig deeper and find that there is more info on him. And I can yeah. understand why the girls that you know his previous victims wouldn't want to come out because it's embarrassing. You know, yeah. you don't want to, mm-hmm. people are already like hating you for being a hoe. So, yeah. and then people are judgmental yeah. for that screening and stuff, but thank you to the girls who did come forward. Yes. Who put this you. in motion. Thank you to everyone on Twitter who contacted the attorney's offices. Yep. And... I think there's one guy in particular, uh, he's an escort in New York. I yeah, know, uh, I know NYC BFE. Yes. Him. Shout out to him. What is his name? Benjamin? Ben? I'm not entirely sure, but I know. I don't know why I just called them Benjamin, but anyways, shout out to you, uh, NYC BFE. And then Swap also, you know, has been talking about Joey for like ever, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've read articles that had to do with hoes and people literally are like, fuck her. She should have died or yeah, Yeah. that's what she deserves. So I can can understand how brave this was to come forward. So thank you, ladies. And just in the future, I'm actually going to do an episode on some uh, extra ways to screen, like additional ways to screen, you know, yeah. Using also, I mean, using the the resources we have, which I'm not gonna like blast on the show, but like extra additional ways to screen, you know, with your main screening, like yeah. certain things to do that could throw off a potential abuser when you're yep. screening. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Uh, the, you know, probably on the next episode because this is crazy. I see we uh, you see it. We see tweets all the time from newbies that are getting mm-hmm. ripped off, assaulted, abused. It's, yeah. It's crazy. And I'm just like, we need to band together and figure it out. Until, cause... yeah, until these, until clients stop abusing us, which will probably be never, we have to take, you have to take precautions. You, you have do. to watch out for yourself. You have to watch out for others. Mm-hmm. Because of course we've talked about this and the argument is always, oh, survival, you know, she needs, a, she needs to feed her kids or she needs a place to live. So yeah, some people can't screen, but it's like, we, I would rather you you know don't pay your rent then see you on the news as dead yeah and like in the case of joey yeah he was promising 6500 but that money didn't exist he wasn't going to give you that money exactly so going to earn it earn it anyway you know like exactly and, and also he had blog posts written about him that were public too like there were people made word presses about him and stuff warning others like this so is like, a situation where even googling his name would have been beneficial because he comes up yeah Uh, it's just sad but i'm glad that he finally got arrested yeah thank god you know so ladies just be diligent you know not all money is good money too good to be true it is yeah not all money is good money and you know just if you have certain protocols in place that should help you a lot i mean obviously well no amount of screening could you know if somebody really wanted to go bad, they could, mm-hmm. you know, look at all the But it's good, smart... it's good prevention. Yes, yes. Because, I mean, there are plenty of smart serial killers out there that have been killing for years, but 
Mm-hmm. Still scream. It doesn't. That's like saying, "Oh well, I'm gonna get dirty anyway, so why shower?" Mm-hmm. You know, still scream because your life depends on it. Anyways, moving on. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by our diamond sponsor, Companion Tax and Accounting Services. You've heard us interview the owner Mary Lee on episodes seven, thirty-six, and fifty-eight. Companion Tax really knows their stuff, and I, Vivian, can personally vouch for them. They are the professionals you need to hire to handle all of your tax accounting and business needs. Companion Tax was created specifically with us companions in mind. It doesn't get any more niche than that. They have been in business since 2011 and have become a leading resource for the community. Although based in South Florida, they are licensed in all states. You can visit them at companiontax.com and fill out the new client information form to get started and take charge of your financial future. So let's get into today's topic, unpopular opinions. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I love these. This one isn't as long as the um, client. That's because we don't really hear from the guys much. So I feel like they all wanted to, you know be heard they were sitting on them for a while yeah right but uh this is unpopular opinion from the hairs so uh you can start reading off first and then we'll you know we'll take turns yes this is from renee rose dc birthday girl at dc renee rose um i'd love it if we could move past blasting non-dangerous time wasters on here especially when it's exposing their information being annoying is not grounds to be doxxed, plus those posts legitimize clients' fears about screening and contribute to an overall low morale. And then she continues, it just doesn't help anyone to come on here and gripe. You didn't make more money. The time waster didn't learn his lesson, and it's off-putting to actual clients. It makes way more sense to spend your energy in a more productive manner. Do you want to read Stevie Madison? I oh, think. yes. Yeah, yes. I think that's a good one. Stevie Madison, San Diego-based at Stevie Madison. To piggyback on this, because I fully agree, you allow your time to be wasted in the first place, bickering with exchanging insults or exchanging insults with some dweeb for 20 texts just to share it publicly. Like, why? Go to a kickboxing class if you feel you need to burn off some aggression and then handle your biz. I agree. (laughs) And then Renee responded with a tea sipping um, gif. Yeah. And then Charlotte said, you took the words right out of my mouth. But I I completely agree because it's like, and I think I did this a uh, challenge last year in November. It was uh, say no to time wasters in November. So basically, yeah. don't, don't respond. Don't, like if somebody says just something, don't that's even, off, yeah. just don't like. I don't know if the first you. message is weird. Just don't yeah. even respond because it's not going to get better. Right? Like, I don't know about you, but I I rather not waste my own time. <laughs> yeah, like and it just makes you upset and irritating there's no point we've been doing this for way too long to let dumbasses come at like for me for for some reason though i still haven't gotten the proverbial you know nigger email (laughs) oh god oh my god this is the second time i said the n-word on this show anyways uh, (laughs) i still haven't gotten that proverbial email by the way I haven't gotten. I do anything see about girls being posting a, that. Yeah, though. I've seen those. Yeah, I haven't gotten the black bitch dying hell whatever email. Just, <laughs> the thing is, those those men will never change their ways. So there's no point in trying. You know, they like won't. they're gonna they do it to get off. They do it yep. to everybody. Like I have, they're doing I it because gotten, they know it annoys you. Yeah, I have gotten texts uh, saying that I charge too much, and you know, what is your pussy made oh, of yeah, gold? Same. You know those those texts. I have gotten those text messages, and then I've gotten just weird 
sup or hi text messages yeah and I just don't even respond because it's like those oh my god there was a lady in I think she was based in the UK and last year she took the time to compile every single hi hey what's up message oh yeah she's definitely a nerd yeah (laughs) yeah and it ended up like one percent actually turned into a booking so she's like in this case, I will no longer be answering hi, hey, what's up messages. And I'm like, thank you for she, doing that. She, she did the research for you people. <laughs> I know. So statistically speaking, yeah. don't bother responding to hi, hey, yeah, what's up. 99% of hi messages are never going to book. So just, you yeah. heard this here first <laughs> on the show. So just ignore. <laughs> just ignore. Don't come on here trying to, you know, blast some dude on Twitter. He's just going to keep doing it to bitches. Like, it's not, exactly. not going to stop. Okay, um, this is from Marie Simone, uh, D.C., Chicago, at Marie Simone. She says, stop it and stop saying you're 27. Well, okay, so she has a picture of Steve Harvey, and it says, stop doing this to your pictures. And on one uh, picture, you have Steve Harvey as his normal self. And then on the other picture, he is airbrushed to the gods. (laughs) Very smooth. Super airbrushed. And it says, stop doing this to your pictures. And then she goes, stop it and stop saying you're 27. We all know you're pushing 40. Just own it. And then uh, Cara Valentine said, screaming. (laughs) A bunch of girls said, dead, LMFAO. I covered my face uh, meme. And then she goes, and they look 50. That's the biggest problem. They don't even pass for the age they're claiming. Uh, a lot of this tweet is unavailable. A lot of people deleted their tweets, I guess. Yeah. And then she said, for some, we can see through, we can see the age through the blur. No one believes they're 27. It's ridiculous. And then a lot of people are just laughing, laughing. So, okay. <laughs> for me, listen, stop trying to police people. Like, if she wants to yeah. say she's 18, that's on her. Eventually, yeah, she will realize that, you know... You when, can't keep duping people. Like, right? You, like, when clients keep leaving every time they show up, then she'll realize, yeah. okay, maybe I should just be my age. But if you can yeah. pass, because, I mean, I'm going to use Angela Bassett <laughs> as mm-hmm. one of the best examples. This lady is almost 70, still looking like yeah. she's in her 40s. So if you can pass, why the fuck not? Like, I don't I don't get yeah. it. Like, just... I, I do know this one girl, though. Uh, she was English and she was mm-hmm. actually young, but she looked much older and guys mm-hmm. would literally tell her like got, a lot of guys left and a lot of guys would tell her you look older. And I just, I felt terrible because she was actually telling the truth. Oh no. You know what That's I'm saying? Terrible. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's to each their own. If she wants to say she's 27, but she's 50, why do we care? Yeah. If it's working for her, that's all that matters. Do whatever you want to do. Okay. Next. Um, this is from Aaron Black's taking a break at the underscore Aaron underscore Black. Backpage was an absolutely great advertising platform that enabled lots of people to make lots of money. No ad platform to date has made as many people as much money as Backpage did. I don't know that that's an unpopular opinion because I hear girls crying about Backpage all the time. Yeah, I've actually gotten some really great clients from Backpage. The only thing is for me with Backpage, I just couldn't put my number on there because... I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't gonna deal with the slew of phone calls. Oh God! You know. Yeah. But and then the I, way I worded my ad too, you yeah, know, drew the right types of people to me. Thank God. 
I did Backpage, like, I did Backpage for sugaring back in the day, and then when I started escorting, I tried it, and they stole my money twice and never posted my ad, so I'm like, oh, I think this is a sign. Really? So, yeah, they never posted it, so I'm like, oh, oh wow. Well, yeah. That sucks. No, but I know many girls that are like, oh, Backpage was great, I used to make so much money, but then again, yeah. those are for the smaller towns, too. I think Backpage yeah. definitely served this purpose in small towns that, you know, they didn't really have anything on arrows for it mm-hmm. and then also some big cities because backpage was always the first thing to pop up when you search for you know escorts in your city so i don't think it's an unpopular opinion i just think people are mad that it's gone and while i get it you need to move on and find what is actually around that's like yeah we're you're we're crying about the two past. years yeah. post sesta post fosta so yeah like you're crying about something that you can't change like yeah, and this oh, industry, spilled milk. Yeah, this industry you really have to adapt. I mean, it's gone from like penny saver ads to or street work to penny saver ads, brothels. Like it's continually adapting and moving forward. So and we have that's to keep really any industry to be honest. Oh yeah. Because there are plenty of business that went out of business because they refused to get on the technology train. You yeah. know, so and then there are plenty of um, old school hoes that really hate internet hoeing is what they call it. Yeah. And I see them on Twitter bitching all the time. I mean, there was one that really hates me. <laughs> like, she took her They hate time, the internet. Right? They hate that the rest of us take texts <laughs> because no one wants to call anymore. I'm right? Like, oh, my God. You know, and they're like, you guys are not real hoes. I, I can go out and pick up a guy today. Well, Then good, go ahead. I don't care. You, like, mo- good for you, motherfucker. <laughs> I enjoy having my space on the internet and letting people contact me that way. Exactly. So. Some of us like to work smarter. You know, because yeah, we can combine it. Every day. You know what I'm saying? But you can also combine it. Imagine how much yeah. more money she would make if she exactly. used all the tools available to her. Like, right. I don't get it. But yeah, go so, out and freestyle. Get an ad online. Get on Tinder and find do, them there. Do, do everything. Do, and I, I do all of the above. So. Yes, same. <laughs> Shit. Don't get me started on these <laughs> old people. It's like, yeah, it's literally the old people that complain about Buck and Marjorie. We I know it's like walk everyone's parents twenty miles, about iPads right? and stuff. You but know? the whole version of that. You know what I'm saying? We used to walk mm-hmm. twenty miles in the snow. Now you guys have to take walk, a bus. Walk twenty miles in our pleasers to find a guy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, but it's God. true. It's true. Yeah. Anyways, this is from Bryn Black Addict at Bryn Addict. When ladies yell unedited photos and they upload it onto their website, you click on it and the file name says Facetune. And she has the beat up emoji. And mm-hmm. then, you know, a bunch of people were LMAOing and oh my goshing. And then Marie Simone says they've used five different photo edit apps. No one thinks you look like that. Kawhi Erotica says the shade. Everybody else is laughing, laughing, laughing. This is another case of the age thing where they said she's 50 and saying she's 27. Mm-hmm. I mean, <sighs> they're not marketing to you, though. Like, I don't. I know. I have seen some very questionable pictures with really bad editing and guys I, are underneath it saying, wow, so hot. Right? When are you coming to Philly? Like, men don't They, they don't have. They are so daft when it comes to shit. Like, because they literally... Yeah. They lust with their eyes. Like, that's the first thing they see. That's why women are still scabbing men till this day. Yeah. It's because they're thinking with their heads. I mean, how many men have you talked to that have had crazy exes, break all their shit, but she was hot, though? Yeah. She was so fucking hot. Mm -hmm. So They don't care. (laughs) They really don't care. So I don't... 
And also Facetune is used for more than just snatching waste. I use it to get rid of blemishes uh, and to get exactly. rid of scars and stuff like that. Exactly. Like, you, or or tattoos. I know. And it's like everybody for pro shoots, everyone uses Photoshop anyway, just because it's, you need to balance out the photos. Like editing comes with the deal, you know? Exactly. Facetune's just a more mobile version of that. Well, I never could, I was never able to use Facetune because for me, I mostly do color correction and then, you know, blemishes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like, you know how you can make yourself smaller, this, that, and the third. I could never figure that out because every time I'm like, well, let me just snatch my waist in just a little bit. Yeah. The size of the pictures looks warped. It doesn't look great. Yeah, it starts (laughs) And I think you tweeted about that one time. You, you tweeted a picture of yourself. <laughs> oh, what, my God. Yeah, Where I'm going to offer service. Everyone send me like, your Facetune oh pictures God. before you post them, and I, I will let everyone know what you look like. You're, like, <laughs> you're like, no filter. Like, I can't. <laughs> and then, like, some, like, an agency retweeted it because I think she thought it was real, and I'm like, no, don't retweet that. Please. Oh, no. Yeah. I but, know. But you know what's funny? I bet you there was a guy under there going, so fucking hot. Wow, hot. Let me see your feet. <laughs> <laughs> they really Post like your feet, feet huh? I I used to do Dom stuff, and I did. I got a lot of foot dudes because I I don't have like giant feet, but it, I guess they just like like a tall lady with proportionate feet. I don't know, man. But I've never That's really. Weird. You know what's funny? I never really look at feet. Maybe I should I start either. looking at feet. <laughs> Anyways, next. I only notice if someone has like unpointed toes. That's uh, most I notice. Yeah, I we all, you also notice the round toe pumps. You damn right I do. <laughs> well, two inch uh, sensible work pumps. <laughs> I literally cannot. Who's next? Um, this is from Nicole Dalen at Miss Nikki Dalen. Um, if you're going to wear a garter belt, attach them to your stockings or don't wear them at all. It just looks lazy. If the whole look isn't together, then she posts a step-by-step how to wear garter belts. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I mean, I get it, but I also get yeah. the other part of the person that doesn't want to do it because putting on garter belts is fucking... Oh, it's the worst. It's, it's the worst. Like, I, the whole time, like, for me, I usually just make my photographer do it because I'm not even Yeah, I need shit. someone to help me. No. My no. last shoot, I spent, like, 15 minutes getting sweaty in the bathroom. Right? It's it, ridiculous. And then I put it on and the entire thing popped off. I'm uh, like, yeah, never mind. I don't care. Oh, I don't no. care. Yeah, because you can do the front ones okay. It's the back yeah. ones that get you. I know. And then if you move your butt or something, they snap off. I'm like, I don't have the time. I did kind of do a life hack with it, though. What I do mm-hmm. is I snap them up before I put them on. Yeah. And so that, way it's, that it's like pants. And then, then I tried that, but then sometimes I feel like they're off, you know, like they're in the wrong spot. And well, stuff. you just... you gotta like kind of line it up, and yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not it's not gonna be super perfect, but it's better than dying sweating for fifteen minutes. True. So I've, was, I've done mm-hmm. that when I needed to, you know, see a client, like if a client requested it, but no mm-hmm. one, no one really requested, or if I just felt like being bougie, or if I was recording yeah. a clip or something, mm-hmm. then that's what I do. But as far as garters, like I know. Some of my uh, friends in Europe, they love garters because that's where it came from, I guess. If I didn't ever have to wear a garter belt in my life again, I wouldn't die. Yeah, I, I, I would be fine. I find them very cumbersome and annoying to deal with. They're so annoying. And then only for what? To get it snapped up in, right. in two seconds. And then have you ever like worn it and then you forgot to wear your panties on the outside? <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. What a nightmare. I know. Finally, I realized that it's supposed your underwear is supposed to go like over it. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. (laughs) Makes so much sense. Don't get me started. Anyways, this is from Sasha Loren at Hello Sasha Evans. Oh, she changed her name. 
I was wondering who this person was. Okay. Um, hey, girl. Hey. I'd like to leave all negativity behind. Positive vibes only, please. Or you can't sit with us. And I said always. And I have a Cardi B forever meme. Um, but, I mean... I know it sounds cliche, but life is just better when you're not doing all of that. Like, yeah, I do not like heavy energy around me. I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah, I noticed there was a girl recently. I won't say where she is or any of her business, but Tell she was posting her on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I would, I'm tempted to DM her. Put her on blast. Posting... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm tempted to DM her, though, because she was posting a lot of screenshots from Time Wasters. And then she tweeted, like, no more than a week later. She's like, no one's booking me. Why am I not getting... It was so... Oh, girl. I've, I'm like, please just don't. I've, don't. Of course they're not going to book you if you're being negative. I've seen the no one's booking me tweets, too. And I'm just like... but I, I mean, I don't know what led up to it. But I'm yeah. thinking, I'm like, this is not a good marketing ploy. Nobody yeah. wants to book anybody that's not getting booked. Do you see your, yeah. your weird you're, cycle that you're starting for yourself? Right. If you're frustrated, go off of Twitter for a day. Don't post about it. You know? I mean, and then there are girls that, you know, shit on the girls that are supposedly, even though they don't even know these bitches personally, but they say, yeah. oh, these girls are faking their dates or they're faking whatever. Shit, at least they know how to do marketing. Right. You know? <laughs> at least they know how to get guys to book them. Because yeah. I, I assure you, complaining on Twitter that you're not getting booked is not going to get you more bookings. I promise right. you. And if you do, you're only going to get predators. So Yeah, you're going to get weirdos. They're looking for a deal or they're looking to take advantage of something. Mm-mm. Just saying. Anywho, who's um, next? This is from Daphne Damore, DuPont Circle, at Daphne Damore. And I feel like I can touch on this one. Um, size does make a difference when it comes to your income. There's definitely a market for BBWs. However, I used to be 200 pounds, now 125, and I make three times what I used to at a less than half the volume. And then okay. Madam Nim at Madam Nim says, says, I definitely agree, which is why I'm dropping some pounds. Daphne goes, congrats, many women won't insist it's not true, but I've lived it. I think I'm more qualified to make this assessment than someone who's been the same size their whole career. Um, and then Aaron Black says, or at the Aaron underscore underscore Black, I also made more when I weighed more as well. Losing weight is not the panacea of making money unless you go from one specific body type niche to another, in my experience. Um, Going from BBW to super thin, sure. Going from BBW to large straight size, probably not. And I agree with what Aaron's saying because if you're, it's weird because in regular life, I'm like a size 12, 14, and I'm kind of like on the cusp of plus size, but in sex work industry, I'm considered a BBW. So it's like, I'm kind of in the weird in between land. And it's Mm -hmm. like, if I lost 20 pounds, I would still be considered like a thicker person or a plus size person, you know? So it's like me losing 20 pounds isn't going to make a difference. I'm still going to be a thick person woman you know but if I, I lost 100 pounds and I went to super thin that would make a difference so yeah. I definitely and, and agree there I, I think that definitely makes sense too because again it's about niching not yeah. necessarily about your size it's about your yeah. niche yeah. so she went from she said 200 to 125 of course yeah. you're making more money because you went from one niche yeah. to the next and, and then you went from a niche that has a pretty small circle of clients to like what's considered kind of a conventionally attractive niche you know in society so obviously yep. and then let me let you know the secret you know why you're also making more money confidence yeah confidence you're- because you and lost also, the weight, now you feel more confident. So guess what? That's going to translate into whatever. But there are some yeah. confident big women too. So it's like... Yeah, it really, it really, really depends not just on your weight, but 
the confidence you're exuding in your photos, the style of your photos, like what kind mm-hmm. of vibe you're putting out there. If you're like feminine and GFE or if you're an alternative or if you're a dom, like it totally. And then especially with Daphne, I've followed her for quite a while and her photos have I think, elevated too. No, her branding, I think her, no, her, <laughs> I think her branding has kind of changed and become like a little more confident. And she, I think her photos are very good now too. So I think I, it I just, think that's what it is to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know that it's the, it's the size thing. I mean, I've never been BBW, so I can't really yeah. speak on whatever, but I do know BBWs that are killing it. So yeah, I'm just saying. You can make money at any size. I think there are certain there are certain types of providers that will kind of make money regardless. Everyone yeah. else, you might have to put in a little bit more work, but once you find your lane, yes, you can really capitalize of, off yeah, of that. It's all about finding your lane and you know being comfortable in your skin because you also kind of have to worry about your you know your mental because a yeah. lot of people have been brainwashed into thinking only a certain thing looks good. So of course they're gonna struggle if they don't yeah. fit that mold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, that's. I mean, this is why in Hollywood they're like representation matters. It's true because if you if, like, if you don't see yourself ever on TV, yeah. you're gonna grow up thinking you're not the standard of beauty. Which till this day, if you Google most beautiful woman in the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only one it's type. Like of, it's only one blonde, type of woman that shows yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, okay, let's see. This is from. Charlotte Breeze at the CLT show. Being competitive is self-defeating. Tell him to see someone that will tell him to duo with you and keep the money and the family. There is no reason you and your friends can't orchestrate a kinky little common law marriage with a guy at the underscore Aaron underscore black says this. But I mean, this is another one of those things where like, I don't get it. Who? How are you being competitive? Yeah. Like we're, we're all post it up online so technically we're all competing against each other right technically yeah but you don't know these people personally so how are you worried about i don't i don't get it yeah i mean unless this is one I of think, those things where a guy asks for a reference and then you know, i think i've, I've heard those what stories where we're girl well maybe she, he'll ask for like a, a recommendation or something and she'll be like no only see me but like if, if he's asking for a recommendation, clearly he wants to see someone else. So like just point him in the direction of someone that you know is real and that he would have a nice time with, you know? Exactly. You know, obviously don't recommend him to just whoever. Like I would never yeah. recommend somebody I couldn't vouch for. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean because I mean you've heard of the whole, oh, they asked for a reference and the girl says, Oh, I've never seen him and then turns around to text him to say whatever and then there was I've one i saw happen. on twitter yeah some girl posted the email where she, the girl was like yuck you're about to see her gross oh that's horrible did you see that yeah yeah and i'm just like wow like, don't do that that's so awful and I it bet, just makes you look immature exactly and i bet unprofessional. you half the time these are one hour clients like yeah yeah don't don't do that all for one hour's worth of pay i is it is it that serious right like mm-mm. anyways who's next um, this is from Addie Finch at under or at Addie underscore Finch. Review boards had major benefits. And then Marie Simone at Marie Simone says, I miss them so. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's definitely an unpopular opinion. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I know people got a lot of business from them. I did not. I think I didn't either. I really like the Chicago hobby market. I basically never forced myself on me. that website because I thought I needed it. I think I've said this Same. before. Like I forced my clients to go write me reviews. Like I was Same. not seeing any of those people. So I know, and I don't know. I really, I don't know how people got so much business from it because I'm like, I would post ads and stuff and get absolutely nothing. Yeah, I, I did just to use it to post my thing, and every time I got someone wanting to book, they either didn't want to screen or yeah, they were it flaky. was so hard. You know, they were flaky, or they even try to negotiate rates a couple of times, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah it's a no I remember for when me, I though. first started, like, the first message I got from TR was some guy who wanted to see me for, like, half an hour, and then he's like, well, I'll see you. I mean, can you give me your half an hour rate, but then we'll go get coffee and talk and stuff afterwards. I'm like, I don't even have a half an hour rate, and also, no, like, I'm not an idiot. I might be new to the industry, but I'm not, I wasn't born yesterday, buddy. It's wow. not happening. He, he yeah, really he was tried like, well, to if you give me more time, time, I'll give you a good review. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Like these guys, review. these guys are so like thirsty for time. Like, come on, How, it's so gross. Like, go talk to your family. Go work on your work. Go get a hobby that isn't like annoying women online. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's so nasty. Uh, anywho, uh, this is also from Charlotte Breeze at the CLT show. Screw up at $300 an hour until you're good enough to deal with the smaller $400 plus market. It's not degrading. It's rehearsal and risk management. You don't need to practice your choreography in front of a dollar. Okay, I don't get that. I think she meant to say something else. Do that with people who wouldn't appreciate it anyways. You'll care less too. I think she means like... If you start out at a lower rate, I get the first kind part of, of the, the sentence. Preparing, yeah, for your the second part, career then and other quite, you don't need to be practice your choreography in front of a bag. Do that with people who wouldn't appreciate it, anyways. You'll care less too. Yeah, I don't get the second part, but I got the first part, and that's and I've said it too, and we said it in the book. How to get started as an escort in stores everywhere. Uh, <laughs> actually, at TSCG store and also on Amazon. Um, yeah, start low. Yeah. See see your demand. See how busy you are. Yeah. And if you're too Increase busy. like 50 bucks here and there. Yeah. If you're too busy or you feel like, you know, you needed to, you know, just up it a little bit more to get better quality clients, mm-hmm. then fine. But like. Yeah. I feel like that's good Do advice. It works for you. Yeah. yeah. That's good advice. But Do there, it works there are for people you that market. would come in here and shit on her and say, charge whatever you want. Because I, know. I can't it's... tell you how many times, um, you know, civilian friends have tried to get into the business and they're like, they, mm-hmm. they, and this was before you needed branding or any of that stuff. You could just throw out on arrows and they, yeah. and they throw an out on arrows, come in, charging a thousand dollars an hour, coming in hot. And then they wonder why they're, rude not, awakening. Right? they're not, they <laughs> don't get one client. You know, yeah, and these are not ugly girls, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, which beauty is uh, and objective, it's like, but yes, you can subjective. charge whatever you want, but sometimes you, I think it's beneficial to go with what the market demands in a certain area. It's beneficial to treat especially this like a business, yeah, especially <laughs> if you're looking to make if you're looking to maximize profits and you're just starting out, go with the median rate, go with what exactly. other people are charging. Like, no, no business just comes in charging a gazillion dollars unless they have a branding behind them. There, there's yeah, a reason behind, why Fenty exactly costs... behind higher rates is a bunch of experience and knowledge and research exactly. and years of doing this. Exactly, yeah. and a reputation and all that stuff. There's a reason why yeah. Rihanna came out with Fenty and just shot through the roof. It's because she's yeah. Rihanna. 
I bet yeah. you if some no-name girl comes up with her I came out with that. You know, exactly. You probably would still do well because you know you have a nice uh, whole community. But see, you have your little niche. But exactly. if, if some no-name girl came out with makeup line and wanted to charge a gazillion dollars for it, people are gonna side eye her because there's so many well-established makeup brands out here that people are loyal to. You see what I'm saying? Right. The same thing works in this community. They're guys that will just see certain girls because they know, A, they've seen them around. Because guys will watch you for a minute, too. Some of the guys, some of, especially yeah. like um, when you start going up the food chain, they'll watch you for a minute to make sure you're not fly by night. And then once they start booking you, they keep booking you. But yeah. they're, they're usually wary of newer girls. So why would you want to come in doing crazy shit? And then you yeah. try to backpedal. Then you're going to get predators because they're going to be like, oh, shit, she's not making any money. Let's uh, mm-hmm. let's fuck with her. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, who's next? This is from Camille Green at Camille Green NY. Do not trust references from providers. There are a couple of them who have contacted a client after I've reached out for a reference. K in Hong Kong responded with, or at KNHK. Does the client not think that's tacky? I would find that tacky as hell if I were a client. Marie Simone commented at Marie Simone. Some clients don't care because they get a discount. Others won't use them as a reference because they know they're trash. LOL. K responded with, I'd be mortified to beg a client to see me instead of the provider he actually wants to see. Yeah, that, yeah that's a little we, were, we were just talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, personally, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't take references from people I don't know personally. Yeah. Like we've met or you're, you know, well known and trusted. Like I would take a reference from you because, you know, we've yeah, we've built some sort some sort of a rapport and relationship, even though yeah. we've never met in person. But like mm-hmm. I would not take a reference from just anybody. Like I yeah. today in today's climate, I'm only using real world information to do my screening because I don't mm-hmm. I don't need that okie doke <laughs> of yeah, you same. know of some girl um, getting busted and then they're using her to give references because that happens. Yep. That yep. happens, guys. A lot of major cities. People yep. Heroes. Yep. So you just, you just never know. So I don't even take references, but I, I agree with her. Like, yeah, don't take references from someone you don't know. I mean, obviously a lot, I get reference requests from um, a handful of girls, especially all over now that I don't tour anymore. And of yeah. course, of course, they see me as a trusted source because I have a fucking show. But I, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't just like, oh yeah, that girl seems like someone I would trust. Let me just use no. And then yes, I've heard of the girls trying to see the client after, which that's kind of shady. So yeah. just use real world information, folks, if you can. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, this is from Whole Logic. This girl's so funny. That picture always cracks me up. Right? At traveling. Oh, her little stick figure with boobs. Um, <laughs> saying, quote, I need five more dick appointments before I'll travel to X city, end quote. Sounds really clinical and probably repels a fair number of clients. Reminding Johns of their roles in relations to other Johns in general is not very good messaging. And then uh, K in Hong Kong at KHK says it also highlights the fact that you're considering not following through on the tour, which doesn't inspire confidence in clients thinking about booking. And Ho Logic said, good point. I haven't even considered that aspect. And then uh, Lindsay Lauren at Lindsay Lauren underscore says, I never understood this. Some parts of business should really be kept to oneself. If it's the financial risks that go with touring are too much, then perhaps make one city home base. And she has the thinking emoji. 
And Ho- mm-hmm. whole logic says completely agree. And then some clients, <laughs> mm, some, there he is. some dude, oh, that guy says it happens a lot though. Um, I, I agree with her, like, because I've I've been seeing this a lot, you know. And maybe it works for some, but for me personally, I just let you know I'm gonna be there if you book, and I'm booked out. Yeah. Great. If I'm I not. Think- I'll just cancel the tour. And I don't even announce that I'm canceling sometimes, but I haven't toured in a minute. I don't either. I just won't show up. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and like, what's the point of telling people that you've failed? Like, yeah, just, just know not to tour that city again. And I'm sure I'm certainly not touring without a deposit unless that's somewhere I was going anyway. Like there are some cities I've tried out like two or three times and it just never like the guys, no one will screen or no one will do a deposit. I'm like, well, I'm never going there. So Exactly. If you want me there, you can get fly, do a fly me to you. I'm not trying again. Exactly. So, I mean, but hey, if it works for you, to each, yeah. to each their own. Who's next? Um, We have, oh, Isis, uh, Isis Cupids goes, oh, these comments are so good. I'm looking forward to the podcast. Well, Isis, we're coming to you hot today, so I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> um, <laughs> here we have Risque Rebecca at Risque Rebecca. Stop flexing for social media if you're not actually living what you portray. It's unhealthy. References are largely unreliable. There's a fine line between getting a better insight into sex workers' personalities on Twitter and being a freeloader on the platform. Oh, so we got a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also has oh, find wow. a book or they won't. You should never have to feel pressured to bend over backwards to get bookings beyond your authentic self. Don't be fooled by carrot danglers. And then lastly, looks do matter when it comes to visceral physical attraction. <laughs> um, if you're not, if you're the sort to take things very personally, quit this job. You're not cut out for it. Not everyone can do this job. Um, client entitlement is easier to swallow when it comes or than when it comes from sex workers. It's not unusual to have expectations when you're paying big money. Um, and then lastly, last tweet, crazy rich Asians is not an accurate portrayal of what touring Singapore is like. Okay, I'm done. Wow, three weeks of Twitter resulted in this tweet tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, the crazy rich. Yeah. Did you see that movie? I did. It was great. <laughs> I saw it on the plane. When I was yes. uh, going to Bali last year, it was hilarious. Oh, nice. Um, all right, so let's unpack. Stop flexing for social media. Yeah. I mean, isn't that everybody? It's not just hoes. Yeah, it's everybody. People, I mean, I just saw on uh, this uh, Instagram account that posts memes and funny tweet, uh, funny IG mm-hmm. posts, and some guy was recording some guy do a music video in front of his car. A guy mm-hmm. was shooting his music video oh, in God, front of his I car. Saw that. Right? It's Did so you see embarrassing. that? And he was like, yes. "I just," and the guy dressed up the same color as the car, and he, he was like, "Is this dude serious?" <laughs> like, oh he, my God. he was recording, and he had a team too. He had a team of like three or four people. That's and so he was, bold. He was shooting his. Of course, I guess they let him flex because you know whatever. But he was shooting yeah. his music video in front of this guy's car. So it's like. People flex all the time. Like, don't tell people what to do. I mean, obviously, you should be your authentic self. But yeah, why do I care what you're doing? Also, in this industry, like, we're not going to post the negative stuff, or at least we shouldn't. That's every industry. Yeah, (laughs) post the positive stuff. If if people think it's flexing, then so what? Like, there are days where I'm just a fat ass and I stuff my face all day watching tv looking like a hog and then i'll go on twitter and just post one of my cute photos to make me feel better i'm not gonna post a picture or video of me looking like a fat bastard from austin Mm -hmm. right (laughs) 
eating my damn greasy food right. or something. Absolutely not. I'm not going to do that. So whatever. So I mean, this whole flexing for social media, we've talked about this before. This falls under yeah. the category of the, the red bottoms. So yeah, do whatever no. you want. If you want to flex, flex. If that works for you, whatever. I could care less. As long as you're happy, do you. References are largely unreliable. We just said that. Fine line between getting a better insight into sex workers' personalities on Twitter and being a freeloader on the platform. Well, just mute the, mute the guys. Yeah. Mute them if you don't like them. Yeah. I mean, and then for me, I don't even respond to my DMs. They're, uh, they're open. Off. <laughs> no, they're open, you know, because of the show. Um, yeah. And, you know, some people email me topics and whatever, whatever. So they're open. But if I just see some high or whatever, they just get deleted. I don't care. Yeah, that's not going to turn into money, so there's no point. Exactly. Clients will book or they won't. You should never feel pressure to bend over backwards. And that's true. Like, yeah, yes, we're all trying, you know, to find our lane on how what marketing works for us so we keep the bookings coming consistently. But yeah, yeah. don't feel like you need to do anything that you're uncomfortable with just to get a booking because at the end of the day, it's not going to work. And then, yeah, the Cara Danglers... We've talked about that when uh, Chantel and I did an episode on that. There was a guy that would, uh, and this was my client Mm -hmm. and eventually he turned into something else, but he would email me, email her, and then email a couple of other girls, at least so he said, but I knew he emailed us both to say, Hey, I want to take you to Mexico. You know, how much would it be for the weekend or whatever? And I kindly point him to my rates on my page. Yeah. Because like, bruh, you're not, this is not. That drives me you. nuts. Yeah. I'm, you know? this, I don't want to open up a dialogue. Just go to my website. He's like, oh, no, I did Chantel as well. And I'm like, good for you. Let me know what you decide, yeah. you know. And then he'll try to say, oh, well, this person charged me this much. I'm like, well, if that's what you want to do. That's great. That's what she's charging. Yeah, I don't care. You know, and as a matter of fact, my race just went up for this annoying conversation. So, yeah, it's- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, don't be fooled by the And Joey Torres was definitely one of those character mm-hmm. anglers. If it sounds like a guy is trying to manipulate you with money, don't. That's exactly what it is. So don't fall for it. Yeah. And she says, looks do matter. Yes, it does. We all know guys are visual. Uh, yeah. If you're just trying to take things personally, quit this job. I, I agree. They're, yeah, not everyone can do this. Yeah. They're, this is a very hard industry to not only get started, but stay afloat in. Like, exactly. if you are not prepared for that, just especially now that something. Especially now that social media is very big now in, in this part of our world, in the whole world. Oh, yeah. So now we're almost like many celebrities where people can take jobs at you online. And if you if you can't handle it, how are you going to survive? If you, if you respond yeah. to every dog that barks at you. I, I mentioned this on the on the other episode but there is a website that girls trash talk about hoes <laughs> like, oh yeah i was on there <laughs> i was mentioned and yeah my apartment was small and that i'm still fat in chicago well i'm still oh getting paid in gosh. chicago too wow. so you can suck my dick wow small apartment and i'm fat well at least i have a roof over no. my head at least i have a nice condo at, so. least I, at least i'm not online begging every day exactly you know at least i'm not online shit talking people exactly at least i'm just living my Get best life. life and you know i'm so great that you want to talk shit about me but right but yeah so like Im- imagine if you went took to twitter every time they mm-hmm. they said something about you bitching complaining whining nobody has time for that so yeah if, yeah. if you can't take if you can't if you take things personally this is not for you and then it says client entitlement is easier to swallow than when it comes from other sex i i think it's true i mean yeah for me i mean we've all dealt with that one annoying client that you're like well if you weren't paying me boy 
I would not be yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, all my clients are perfect, and I love you all. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's the one or two that it's like, the only reason yeah. I'm here is because you're paying me. So I get it. But, yeah, from other ladies, other hoes that are not paying you, how yeah. how sway how do you feel the need to be entitled uh and then yeah. she said crazy rich asians is not an accurate portrayal of what tourists <laughs> well i've toured singapore and she's correct but there is money yes. there though i'm not gonna lie oh yeah uh okay let's see charlotte breeze at the clt show says constantly bragging about brands and presence on social media tells you that they aren't good enough and you don't need them rather than inspiring competition okay she seems to be stuck on this because she she was the one that yeah. said the other thing about flexing on social media, right? Was she? Or she said something about that. No, Risque Rebecca said that. And then oh, okay, okay, Charlotte okay. said, Charlotte had a couple other things. Yeah, okay. Well, constantly bragging about brands and presence on social media tells people they I really don't enough. see people doing that. Like, I feel like, the all- I don't know. I really, I don't see people like being shitty about getting gifts and stuff, you know, or putting other people down because no, of it. Sometimes people post gifts, but I don't feel like people just, are rude about they're it. They're usually just like, thank you so much, Mr. Whoever, for this yeah. gift. Like, they're being thankful while also, you know, letting people know that it's okay to buy them presents. I don't, I don't really see it as bragging. Bragging is what rappers do. Yeah. That's bragging. Like, I got, yeah. I got a million on my wrist. Look at the flick of the wrist. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's okay to be excited that a client got you a necklace or a bag or something. You can enjoy that. Yeah, I don't. It's okay. I mean, but she said I'm popular, so whatever. But this seems yeah, like a true. popular opinion. I feel like a lot of girls don't yeah. like it. And then it almost makes you wonder, is it because they don't why have they anything still following to show? The girls, then? Like, exactly. I don't... Well, why are they still following the people that they are so irritated by someone posting? There's a girl in Europe that posts all the time. Like, she clearly has a really generous man in her life. All the time she's posting stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm personally very excited for her. Because when I see things like that, it makes me feel that it's attainable yeah, for everyone that, in some capacity. That, that you like, that money's get that out client. there. Those yeah. men are out there. That, like, yes, you can attain that, that There you know? are clients like that that will do all of that. And I'm just like. Yeah, I don't think it should be seen as they're bragging. Right? They're just excited, I'm just, you know? I'm just like, you know, manifesting that shit to me. I'm like, yes. Right. Send I'll it my it. way. I'm happy to. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. This is from Ambar Albuquerque at Ambar Westbrook. We should implement an unspoken 24-hour retweet for retweet. When a potential client comes to my page, I want them to see my personality. This means I don't mind unretweeting me after 24 hours. And then Alexander said, Alexander at Alex Elise said, I always undo the retweet after 24 hours. Eh, whatever. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't if I'm going through my feed. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll unretweet old stuff. But, I mean, guys can also click on your media page on Twitter and see your thing. Or then go to your website, you know? It's yeah. not that hard. And then on my website, I have, um, like, a, a feed of my tweets and also my, yeah. my Instagram. So that way they can kind of get a, you know, full view yeah. of, a 360 view of my social media, my website, whatever. So Yeah, and from the general consensus of people I've talked to on Twitter and providers, no one's main gig is Twitter usually. You know, like yeah, there aren't I mean, that there, many there's Twitter some clients. girls that most are, there's some girls that yeah. say clients find them on Twitter, which I'm still thinking, no, they found your website and then they went to your Twitter. But yeah. hey, I digress. Because um, I think for most of us, like ad sites are still kind of yeah. where a lot of stuff, or maybe SEO or something, but. There aren't that many Twitter clients. Yeah, Don't worry I only too know much. one They'll... guy that said he actually went in on Twitter and typed in yeah. escorts in Miami and my thing popped up. But yeah, 
I don't know that clients even know to do that, which by the way, guys, no, guys they don't. you can do that. <laughs> yeah. Start doing that. <laughs> or use the, use the hashtag date Miami, date Chicago, date NYC, right? date SF. Exactly. Yeah, you can find a lot of people that way. Exactly. Um, at Kisses and Cocktail, her name is Kisses. There is not a, or this is not a one size fits all industry. What works for one person may not work for the next. A lot of time there's trial and error. If new to the industry, do your own research and legwork. No one wants to spoon feed you things unless you pay them. And then L Sutton. Yeah. At uh, at hello L Sutton. Yes. There's so much. Tell me exactly what I need to do to succeed. And when you ask what they've read, they say nothing. Uh, (laughs) They're happy to send uh, helpful articles, books, accounts, et cetera. Yeah. Do your own research first. That's I, you know, know what's funny. People yeah, complain what? about this same thing in other industries. Yeah. <laughs> it's very universal. <laughs> I didn't think hoes would complain about it too, but it's true. Like uh, people still to this day are in my emails, DMs, asking me how to get started. And I'm like, did you read the book? Oh, same. I will there have is a people book? text me. I will have other girls text me from my ads and be like, hi, I want to get started. Like, don't contact me. Research. Look it up. There are so many blog posts. There are so many books. There are YouTube videos. A lot of providers have YouTube that they discuss these things. I know um, specifically Gypsy Does, who Mm -hmm. was a Chicago writer and she's in Columbia now. Oh, yeah. You can find almost like everything with Google. Seriously. Exactly. And then, and that's why if you're going to, oh, go ahead. Yeah. If you're going to go the route where after you've researched things, you want some more info. If you're contacting someone to ask, offer to pay for their, offer to gift, pay them, you know, like it, this isn't yeah, a Amazon business. gift card, something like come. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think, um, Amberly, uh, yeah. Amberly tweeted this. Hey girl. Hey. Uh, and she said, if you're coming to industry vets for advice, get them a gift card. Everybody eats, get them a gift card to, yeah. um, uh, Grubhub or Uber eats or something. Let them yeah. know that you appreciate their time and they're going to be more likely. And it doesn't matter. It could be 20 bucks, but they're going to be more likely something, you know, to, to, you know, be receptive of you versus if you just come in all entitled, like teach me like, bitch, do you know how many times girls are like, bitch, nobody taught me anything, which that, right. gotta be me too. That's how I felt. Yeah. Like, nope, nobody taught me anything. And that's why I titled my book, uh, Chantel and I's book, the way we did uh-huh. how to get started. So that way, when you yeah. type it in, that will probably pop up, but no, you still yeah. want to come email me personally because I guess you want handholding. It's weird. And also, there's a safety factor that comes in. If you're emailing me out of the blue, you don't have a name or a exactly. I don't know who the hell you, you are. You could be I'm a writer. Info. Yeah, you could be a writer yes. for New York Post you could be trying a cop. to do you could an expose. Yeah. Right? I'm not interested. <laughs> Anywho, uh, this is from Michelle or is it Michelle? Mi- oh, Jesus. Michaela Banks. <laughs> At fall for Michaela, and she says there are other ways of verifying people's appearance rather than asking them to disclose their race. Example: height, weight, hair color, sending ID. Be more creative. It's a discriminatory practice, whether you intend it to be or not. Okay. Are people still out? Or I mean, I, don't, <laughs> I mean, like I back page days, people would have like no AA and stuff like that on mm-hmm. their ads because they didn't want. And for those who do not know, clients. AA stands for yeah, African American. Um, yeah. And this was like a controversial topic uh, about girls seeing who they want to see or, you know, everybody has their preference or whatever, whatever. On my booking form, I do have race 
as a mm-hmm. option there. But that's just because I want to know who the hell I'm about to meet. Yeah. It's not like I have a picture. Exactly. Of I also have an option for you to upload a picture, but it's optional. So yeah. In case you're, you're weird about it. So just to, I just want to know who to be expecting. It's not because yeah, like, I give nine a shit. Nine times out of ten, I can find a LinkedIn or a picture or an ID. Even yeah. Like, they'll give me their ID. But sometimes you need to know. If you're meeting in a public space, you, you need to know who the hell you're meeting. You well, know? usually then I'll tell them to send me a selfie, which they don't mind. Yeah. But, like, on my form, like, if, if I don't know you, that's one of the, the things on my form. And it might be discriminatory practices in other industry, but in this industry, I feel like you get a pass. As long as you're not using it to discriminate. And then if you are, I guess... Ugh. It comes down to... I guess, yes, it is your body and you can see who you want. I think some preferences can are kind of racist and shitty, especially coming from white women. Mm-hmm. Like I think, and especially some ways girls spin it. They sound pretty racist and shitty, you know, but in the end, see who you want. It's your business. If you lose clients or friends because of that, that's on you. Exactly. Because you, you made your choices. Yeah. Anyways, who's next? Um, Erica at Ebony Body Works, black men make great clients. And then Sharice at Sharice Provides, I second this right there, all of the diaspora to American, African, Caribbean, etc. You know, it's funny because I think Chantel and I touched on this, but like, Mm -hmm. I can count on my one hand how many black clients I have. And then the the ones I do have are phenomenal. Yeah. A lot of them are not American, but like a couple are. are. Yeah. Um, and they are phenomenal, but they just don't contact me. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't I don't really care either way. Like to me, it's all laughable because it's like they have their preference too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why I'm not really I, I don't really get down or whatever on the girls that pick based on race because these guys are doing the same thing too. So it's yeah. like I mean, you shouldn't, but they do it too. Yeah. I used to see, I think, more black men when my rates were a little bit different. My rate structure was different. Mm -hmm. And I had, like, more regulars. I think, I don't know. I just, I don't really have any black regulars currently. I did have a black sugar daddy, though, and he was extremely generous. Right? So So when they're good, they're great. Extremely. Exactly. And it also, When they're good, they're great. It's just, it goes with everything like yeah and there are fewer black men overall compared to white men just as a population you know so they're gonna mm-hmm. be a fewer pool of black clients yeah. to begin with i mean then I have and a- it also Go ahead. oh you might have i mean we've all had bad experience with with all sorts of men too so i i can't personally generalize on experiences either with black men or white men or yeah. uh, south asian men or anything but you know we've all had good and bad with all sorts of races i mean knock on had anything like you know assault yeah. assault or whatever just like you I know either, and yeah. just annoyingness but i haven't yeah. had any from the black clients because i've only seen like five <laughs> yeah in my entire <laughs> career like think about i'd it. be very happy to see more black men but uh, they don't contact me you so. know what i'm saying like they don't contact me but the, like i have a couple that um when we initially met that was one of their complaints is that some girls don't see black guys. And I'm just like, yeah, I could care less as long as you pay my yeah, rates and you scream. And you're a gentleman yeah. when we meet. Just be and, respectful and have yeah, good hygiene. That's what I exactly. care about. Exactly. A lot of them are, I mean, all mine are great. So yeah, uh, I have no issues. Yeah. Anyways, um, next, this is Kay in Hong Kong at K and HK. You should be downplaying your success, not exaggerating it on social media. Pretending you're on Fly Me to Use every week and buying your Chanel bags every day when you're really just making ends meet does you no favors. And then Bella Banks at Bella Banks XL says, what makes you say this? I don't disagree. I'm just curious. And Kane Hong Kong said, 
several reasons. One, jealous providers who will sabotage successful providers are an unfortunate reality of this industry. Loudly proclaiming that you're booked and busy just puts a target on your head. Two, is bad for your mental health. Learning to be proud of what you have actually achieved will put you in a better headspace than flaunting success, false successes. Three, clients underestimate what their support means to you. If they think you're making money hand over fist, they probably don't feel as bad about that last minute cancellation. Four, it's just tacky and doesn't actually make you look successful. Real success is quiet. And then Risque Rebecca said, I love your insights, Kay. You're so astute. P.S. Miss you loads. And then Pure Lily says, uh, Pure Lily London says, great read, Kay. I'll be coming to Hong Kong soon. Would you like to meet once I'm there? Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then but how Anna do they Hon- know these girls aren't actually on Fly Me Do's and stuff? Like, how? where's this intel coming from? I don't know. And then Anna Harlow at Miss Anna Harlow says, I feel for some of the women who are new to this industry and believe everything they see read. Social media is no different for the different than the rest of the internet. It's important to remember that not everything we see is true. Some glamorize it in a way that can be very deceiving. And then, yeah, I said this already, like all social media is like that in every industry. But I mean, she does kind of have some points, though. No, yeah, definitely. I think if you're if you're like actually really struggling to stay afloat, that's not doing you any favors. Just yeah. do what you need to do. Make put up some specials, post some date packages or something. Like it's okay to advertise and get one hour bookings if that's what you I need mean, to do and that's what you want to do. Plus, I think the whole downplaying your success part because people target you is a real thing because I know yeah. first sign of a few girls that are well-known in this business that are on these very inflammatory sites. Yeah, and they that's are, awful. They're speculating, talking shit, doxing them just because they're successful. Doxing their clients and their sugar daddies? Yes, just because they're successful. So it's like, uh, on one hand... Like, just toe the line. That's all I can say. Because it's like, yes, people do envy success. Beyonce gets debt threats (laughs) all the time. (laughs) And, you know, she's not paying attention to them, okay? So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, but just be careful because our world is a little bit smaller and our resources are not as long as Beyonce's. You know what I'm saying? So just just be careful because Beyonce is already Beyonce. Nobody has to dox her. But we are all anonymous. So yeah, be be careful who you spend your time yeah. with and what you tell people. Then, Don't yeah, and then there's revenge reviews, fake reviews, like from the girls, just mm-hmm. so they can uh, sully someone else's name. It's it's not good. It's sad, but this is the world we live in. So just uh, yes, post your shit, but keep it balanced. That's all I can say because yes, this one that you know the girl I'm talking about, the pr- one particular girl that was posting mm-hmm. her dinner dates and whatever. She's yeah. plastered all over. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's not. It's unfair because it's like all she's doing is living her life. She just yeah, posting her pictures like but, leave her alone. But people just hate her so much. Yeah, because she's successful. It it makes no sense. Anyways, who's next? Um, this is from Estelle Lucas at Estelle underscore Lucas. Uh, you can charge what you want so long as you don't depend on the industry. She had a couple tweets there and they were um, edited, but. Yeah, that's you can charge what you want as so long as you don't depend on the industry. And that's comes back to if you're coming into the industry fresh and new and you're trying to charge fifteen hundred dollars an hour, it's probably not gonna work out. Yeah. Yeah. Those so, are those are for established ladies. Yeah. That comes with experience. Yeah. You might nope. get one client. Yeah, that, but you're not gonna be eating you're yeah. not gonna be getting, getting wh- all what week all day. What kills me is that a lot of the girls that 
you know, come in trying to charge that. They don't even have their ad copy reflecting that. They don't have, right. they don't have their pictures reflecting that. It's like, if you're going to do it, at least do it right. Do it the right I know. Way. Yeah. You know, but a lot mm. of them don't even know how to do that. So it's like, eh. Anyways, um, this is from Miss Victoria Visits at Victoria Visits 1. Pandering to the idea that you have to see all races, colors, and creeds of clients is a horrible idea, especially for African AF women. I'm assuming African women. I think, yeah. Especially for AF women. Your body is not public domain. Our ancestors didn't have a choice, and now we do. Be proud and use discernment. Okay, so she means black women. Especially for black Mm -hmm. women. Be proud and use discernment. I mean, but that's pretty much this industry. Everything is subjective. You don't have to see anybody you don't want to see. We just said that. Like, even the girls that say no African-American men, that's on you. Like, I don't feel any kind of way about it. Because these these guys are still running behind them saying, see me, see me. It's like, why would you go where you're not celebrated? Mm -hmm. Why people to see you when there are plenty of girls that will gladly see you? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there was actually yeah, see the people who want to see you. Exactly. But yeah, and, and yes, ladies, you don't have to see everybody. See whoever you want to see. That's why we have autonomy. Anyways, who's next? Kara, by the way, Vaughn at Caravon01. Trust very few. We are all feminist and uplifting to other women until we aren't. High end and upscale really don't mean a thing. Ads that require a dictionary to decipher are doing way too much. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like we were saying, be careful who you tell things to. Like if you're if you're looking for provider friends, just mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, don't tell everyone everything. Make sure you know the person pretty well. Yeah. It's a solid relationship. Like, I'm yeah, I'm usually um I've been pretty good at like pinpointing the the problem children. Yeah. <laughs> like I've actually done an experiment where I gave would be fake personal information to somebody mm-hmm. just to see, see how it yeah, where it's sure enough. <laughs> yeah sure enough exactly what i thought happened happened and i was like okay cool but yeah just trust your gut and don't i mean i know because i've seen a lot of tweets on twitter with girls saying how they wish they had more hoe friends yeah i know it can yeah. get <laughs> right you know i know it can get lonely you know if you're not out to people and you know you keep having to hide what you do like i've never had this problem because i started yeah. stripping so like i don't know why people are just like i want to tell everybody my life no you can still yeah. have meaningful relationships without telling everybody your business but yeah anyways i know some of you wish you had whole friends but just be careful because the whole competition thing it's real when somebody thinks you're doing better than them then the, the envy yeah. starts to seep in it's insidious you don't, you don't see it coming and next when thing I you know, new, oof, when I was new, I lived with a provider that ended that ended horribly. She ended oh, up no. stealing. She moved out when I was out oh, of town, and no. she ended up stealing furniture from the apartment. And she, I had to like really beg her to get the last month of rent. Like she, it was horrible. Wow. Just know who you're new. Know who you're friends with in this yeah, industry. Uh, and I've heard stories of girls uh, touring and sharing in calls, which, by the way, bad idea. Yeah, don't please. They share in calls, but then one girl is more busy than the other, and it turns into yeah. a problem. So just, I mean, I know it sounds bad, but stick with people on your same level. I promise yeah. you, unless unless you're sticking with someone that's above you, and you have, and by above you, I mean they're making more than you, and you have yeah. no issues being the underdog. If you have issues yeah. being the underdog. Stick with people your own level because jealousy will always seep in. I can't tell you how many times I could feel it. You know, you can feel that energy when so- you can tell somebody just despises yeah. you yeah. because you're doing well. That has happened to me a lot. Like 
new girls, they say they want to meet me and I meet them. And I'm not saying shit. Like, I'm, cause yeah. I'm quiet when I meet people. Like, I let people talk. I don't really like talking yeah. anyway, unless I know you personally. And mm-hmm. you can you can see the, the, the resentment in their energy. And I'm just like, well, this is a nice. Uh... <laughs> yeah, there was a, a point nice where. Meeting. See ya. I felt like a lot of people wanted to meet me as like a business opportunity or something. Same. And like a lot of random girls would be like, do you want to do duos? And I'm like, I've never met you. I don't want to yeah. do duos with someone I don't Same. know. Like, like I have girls texting me now till this day wanting to meet up. And now I have to do a disclaimer. If you're meeting up, we're just, and let me just go ahead and do it now. If yeah. you're trying to meet me, please don't come there broke. Cause yeah. I like, I like to go to nice places. So that's number yeah. one. And number I've had two, that issue. Right. <laughs> And people are complaining about the bill. I'm like, yeah, okay. And number two, and it's like, you wanted to meet me. Shouldn't you be treating me? Technically, you should be treating me Mm -hmm. because you're the one here picking my brain. And that's, and um, that leads to my number two. Please don't come out and be asking me about work shit the whole fucking time. Yeah. I want to go out and have fun. I know. Like, Like, I don't want to sit there and talk about do another podcast live. You know what? Like, I'm literally yeah. going out to have fun. Oh, they want to freestyle. So they're so stuck on it. What do you think about that guy? What do you think about that guy? I was yeah, like, can we I just don't... relax and have no. fun? Like, so do not contact me if you're broke and you don't know how to have fun. I know it sounds bad, but this is from no, personal I experience. It. I can't deal with this anymore. No, thanks. I would rather go out with my civilian friends. At least they know how to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, who's next? Oh, this is from Lily White at A Girl in the City 9. Occasionally, other sex workers can be just as dangerous as bad clients. I mean, yeah, we've well, witnessed that on we Twitter just, with a few rounds we of... Just, we, yeah. just, we just... Yep, we just talked about it. And then that whole website doxing people. Yeah. Just, it's sad. Just because people are in this industry doesn't mean they're good people. Like, just right? be careful. I'm just like, I mean... Yes, we want to be a community. And I feel like... I mean, that was one of the reasons why I started this show with Chantel. Is to mm-hmm. have this platform and some some sort of a community. But at the yeah. end of the day, you still have to use your head. Be smart. Yeah. Not everybody means you well. A lot of people. You need are to selfish. look out for yourself. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people will put themselves before you every time. Mm-hmm. You know. So just be careful. Anyways, next is from Estelle Lucas at Estelle underscore Lucas. If you have a varied and active personal life where you do BBBJ you might as well be doing it in your working life. She must She must be uh, calling somebody out. <laughs> I mean, I guess it... Th- this sounds personal. Is... <laughs> right? <laughs> Tag her, no. Um, oh, and for those I of mean... you who don't know, BBBJ stands for bareback blowjob, which means yeah. you're not using a condom to give a blowjob. I Go mean, on. But I feel like I don't know many escorts that are out here like... How do you even know what these... Wildly seeing tons of people. They don't have time for that shit. But anyway, it's also do whatever you want to do. If you're comfortable seeing clients without using a condom for blowjobs, that's your business. If you want to do that in your personal life, that's your business. But my if you're thing is, tested, how do you know what these yeah, what do you, how are you know putting what people in are their doing? mouth? Like, yeah. this sounds very... Mm. Very personal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, who's next? Chloe Leah at Chloe Leah underscore LA. Pictures of food, dinner dates are boring and somewhat rude to your date. Well, first of all, I was just going to post some pictures from a dinner last night, so. I mean, <laughs> it's, okay it's, a, it's, a, it's a good marketing ploy saying, hey, look, I'm available for dinner dates. Hello, yeah. subliminals. And it also shows your interest, like what kind of restaurant you like to go to, what kind of food you like. Like, I think it's, I, I, I like, like, I like doing it. a marketing tip. 
you get a lot more out of people when you appeal to their psychology yeah than when you actually tell them straight up to, i like to yeah. go on dinner dates or you can post yourself on a dinner date saying mm, yum i bet you wish this was you i know mm. look how great i look like don't you wish oh come on see that people, hand with the watch in the corner you want that to be you you know mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the hand everybody does that. that's always that they're like oh gotta get the hand put your hand right there just above the table oh yeah so funny okay and also clients they don't know stuff is available unless you tell them somehow like they might not even know you do dinner dinner dates unless you're posting about it so post your dinner exactly okay uh this is from miss victoria visits at victoria visits one using any photo besides your own blurred image is indeed catfishing and she was responding to someone who limited their tweets so it's like okay I guess some. I guess hmm. I guess somebody mm-hmm. um, posted about using someone else's photos, which don't do well, it. Well, obviously you should never Monet's. do that. It's horrible. <laughs> Kalise Monet, I'm talking to you. For those of you who don't know, she stole <laughs> my whole fucking gallery. Oh, I remember her. <laughs> don't do it. Stop stealing it's people's horrible. photos because it is catfishing. I just saw one the other day where um, a lady posted and the girl had a Tristad up and she was using two very well-known providers photos. I'm like, are you serious? Like you will. Very, that's very but, and that's, that's what I was saying. Like, this girl too. It's like, really? Like, first of all, we pay money for these photo shoots. We work hard for our bodies yeah. to look the way it does. So it's like, and now you're just going to come yeah. steal my shit. Nah, Mm-mm. I know. Stop it. People. Very, very bold. Um, this is from I can't pronounce this. It's Lagaha at Yagathal. L L A G A T H A A L. Um, the unpopular opinion is that young clients are trash, just like race, age seems to make no difference for me. If they are adults and complete the screening process without being a pain in the ass, they're usually terrific. Plus, you get to groom them on how to treat women. Um, and then Selena Boston Dream Girl Glamorous Geek at Selena Marquis says, Truth be told, one of the appointments where I was the most spoiled was from a guy turning 25 when we were together. I've been blessed with so many amazing pseudos under 30. I like younger clients, honestly. I don't have, I mean, a lot of them that con, I, I do, I get time wasters and stuff, but yeah. I just don't engage with those. And the younger guys who really want to impress me, they, a lot of times they'll fill out the form yep. and they'll they're be, they're be really good about it and they don't give me any hassle. So they're younger. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't. I don't mind them at all. I don't yeah. want to see like an eighteen-year-old, but I'm happy with yeah. guys in their twenties. Yeah, I've been 30s. seeing I a, a handful. Like it just came out of nowhere since um, winter. So the last quarter of, of 2019 up till now, I've been getting a handful yeah. of younger people, and by younger I mean thirties. And yeah. they've been just dandy dinner dinner dates, some yeah. uh, you know multi multi hour appointments, just dandy. So I, I've never really had a, a age yeah. thing, and I don't really see any eighteen year olds contacting you unless you're in Dubai, and then you better see them because they rich as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and marry that, marry them too. <laughs> and they're the most mature eighteen year olds you will ever meet because they've already been groomed to be husbands. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at them yeah. like, are you sure you're 18? I mean, you can tell they're 18 because of their face, but you're thinking, wow, this is an actual 18-year-old. Yeah. So, yeah, tip for you guys. <laughs> they're rich as fucking Dubai. Anyways, yes. <laughs> this yep. is from Camille Green at Camille Green, New York. A lot of sex workers are going to sink in this business within the next year if there is a crisis. The ones who do not think this is a competitive industry are going down first. She's not lying. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I think it's always a little funny when people are like, there's no competition. I mean, there is some, 
but it doesn't mean you should be shitty towards other providers, you know, just do your best. My thing is, yes, there is competition because clearly there's a bunch of us out here, but don't, don't dwell on, dwell on you making yourself the best you can possibly be. So that way you're getting more bookings, but she's not, she's not lying. Yeah. And then kind of going off of that, there's Anaya and ATL at Anaya Devereaux, the war slash envy on baby hoes doing better than season hoes. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know who the baby hoes are. New girls. They contact me all the time. Yeah. I think new girls, new girls get an influx of bookings because they're new, you know, but not all of those clients are going to stick and be regulars. It's just, they're seeing someone who's new on the, on the ad platform or whatever. uh, uh, Secrets. Whenever you post new pictures, you're a brand new bitch. (laughs) Cause all of a sudden your phones, your emails are popping off. So, Ah. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, this is from Camille Green again uh, at Camille Green NY. Sex workers trying to undercut particular sex workers from the same city every time because rate changes. I'm like, oh, okay. I, mm. I don't think I've ever experienced it, but how would I know? Like so somebody would have to, yeah. to say. And then Zoe Red at Miss Zoe Red says, I don't understand. How does one undercut a particular sex worker competitor when there are lots of competitors at any price level? Undercut equals less income. So it has to be a business decision. Otherwise, it makes no sense to undercut a competitor where there are more than one competitors. I think she means in the smaller cities. Because Yeah. And also, I don't know. I don't ever see people with like half the money for rates. You know, it's always like kind of everyone's kind of in the same range when it comes to certain like median providers are always kind of like 300 to 500. So I don't think people are yeah. cutting, you know, either a guy will book. You I, I mean, well. and, uh, and if like $50 is that yeah. big a deal to him, then, then it's so I, it. I see someone else, you know? I think she, she goes to smaller towns and you know, they're going to be the one or two main girls. They're usually the one main girl mm. um, that people call. Yeah. So when they see any new people, I've heard of this, that they'll try. Ever. they'll like i've heard of girls making false bookings and no shows you know or oh, or awful. getting yeah. the girl's address and sending people there or trying to set you know threaten to send the cops there i've heard of stuff like this so i'm just like wow bitches are really broken these streets but uh just be uh, yeah just Yikes. be careful i can't i can't believe this is still happening but i guess things are just because of fossa sesta people are feeling desperate i don't know yeah Oof. i don't Yikes. know um we have another bbb bbbj comment from courtney chase at courtney underscore chase bbbj is too risky no provider should be having unprotected contacts contact with guys who are not tested first you can get stds in your throat and standard std check does not include throat swab you have to ask urine can come back cleanly you still have urine in your throat what about blood <laughs> who is only yeah. going to do a test i mean just urine yeah, go get a full. You know what's funny? As often people, as the you people see that fit. give these unsolicited health advices are the ones making terrible personal decisions in their sexual lives. Because it's like they see oh, clients then- as like these <laughs> diseased people, but then they're barebacking their broke ass bum boyfriend at home. Yeah, who's out here banging other bitches for sure. So it's like the <laughs> only way to not get underneath shit is by not having sex at all. Like yeah, like there's always going to be a risk even if you're using condoms exactly. for everything or so I don't like know. you just you need to w- take care of your personal sexual and you health need to educate yourself get treatment if you have something you sound uneducated as fuck like, yeah educate yourself on stds and how they work how they're transmitted and you will find that there is no yeah. amount of protection that can protect you from everything 
you just have to protect yourself yeah. the best you can and get tested frequently. So yeah. And then underneath Amber Meow at Amber Meow OTT says CBJs are gross and not worth the experience to pay. And then Courtney goes, that's kind of a fucked up thing to say. Plenty of guys pay for it and rather be safe than sorry. I honestly think that if a client doesn't get tested first, it's irresponsible to be giving a BBBJ because nowadays you have shit like super gonorrhea that's immune Mm -hmm. to antibiotics. I think it's a, it's a, your mileage may vary. Do whatever you want. If you're comfortable doing it, (sighs) I request it. Uh, or if you request covered meat, you want to do that, then do it. It's all up to you. Just be I safe and get tested. Cannot with these sexual policing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is from Tantrica Heather NYC Times Square at Tantric FBSM. There is no high, medium, or low class sex workers or A, B, C, D, E, or F list. The days with some girls making seven figures are long gone. So not by much. Yeah, yeah there's some missing there. But. She's saying there's no high, medium, or low-class sex workers or lists or whatever. I mean, if that's how you see it, then yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't classify people as high, low-class, but there are definitely different rate ranges. I mean, yes. that's just how it is. Like, there are people that charge 100 There are people that charge $1,500. It's, but charge what you want. And, and stop how the worrying about you. your image you want. on a level that doesn't even pay you. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. This one is from Nikki Taylor, Chicago at Miss Nikki Taylor. Your client is not your client. And then Madison Malone at Madison Malone AZ says this. I mean, it's true. But I mean, okay. At the end of the day, let's just go ahead and acknowledge that we're all human. Yeah. And if you have a a really good client that, you know, like overnight clients, uh, trips, clients, fly me to you client that's been seeing you religiously for, I don't know, three to six months and all of a sudden he comes at you with a reference request you're gonna feel like was it something i did but don't it's okay you can have emotions but keep it professional yeah because at the end of the day it's still business and your reaction to that could determine if he sees you again because remember we don't own anybody you know these guys want variety or they want whatever they want they're the ones paying so they can dictate who they're gonna see so yeah keep your emotions out of it yeah i've heard a lot of stories of girls you know texting the guy saying see me instead for a cheaper rate i mean we talked about this yeah and just like different shady shit that's like uncalled for yeah i mean yes i get it you feel a little slighted that he's seeing someone else but you know what's funny like i remember um I, I introduced my client to someone, mm-hmm. one, of, one of my good uh, overnight regulars. Yeah. And then he ended up seeing her a lot. Mm-hmm. After. Like I was seeing him for a while, then he ended up seeing her for a while. And then he moved on to someone and she took to Twitter to complain about it. I'm like, and I was, I was just chuckling. I was like, well, you, you didn't see a problem with it when he was seeing you. Right. <laughs> and now he's seeing someone else. And you're mad. And of course, he came back because they, they do their little loop-de-loop cycle. Yeah. You know, because they, wa- they want variety. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, was I like, oh, man, that's overnight money I'm not going to get? Yeah, for like two seconds. But yeah. I, have, I have other clients, so. They'll be back. They always come back. Yeah, they'll be back. I don't really care. But that's why you need to get your marketing on point and get as many regulars as possible. So that way you're not hurting. On yeah, you're not worried guy. about the one. Yeah, one guy seeing you. But um, yeah, that was it. This was a good one. I know. I like this. It was nice. I like it. It wasn't as bitchy as I thought it would be. Yeah. Although some of you ladies deleted your tweets. True. We should have screenshotted. Darn. Right? Why y'all want to stand by what <laughs> you said? <laughs> Anywho. 
But thank you so much, Aurora, for coming on again. Yes, and being thank you so my, much. You know, proverbial <laughs> guest co-host. Yes, Please, I love it. Please uh, drop your Twitter again so people can contact you and book you. I am at the Aurora Noor, T-H-E-A-U-R-O-R-A-N-O-O-R. Perfect. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Yes, thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right, bye. A big thank you to Miss Noor for coming on and guest co-hosting with me again today. I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive.